The Spirit of truth will testify to me, says the Lord, and you also will testify. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his disciples, When the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of Truth, who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. And you also testify, because you have been with me from the beginning. I have told you this so that you may not fall away. They will expel you from the synagogues. In fact, the hour is coming when everyone who kills you will think he is offering worship to God. They will do this because they have not known either the Father or me. I have told you this so that when their hour comes, you may remember that I told you. The Gospel of the Lord. One of the things that I love about living in Fort Smith is how the same house is handed on from family to family. That is, instead of always building a new home, people in Fort Smith will sometimes buy, renovate, and inhabit an already existing home. Let me give you some examples and I hope people won't mind me mentioning them by name. When I arrived in Fort Smith, I visited both Eddie and Betty Christian in their lovely home at the corner of Park and 66th. Since then, I have celebrated both their funerals. And now that same house belongs to Bill and Karen Hollenbeck, who love living there. Another house on Park Avenue at the corner of Park and Melrose was originally the home of H.L. Hembry. But today, Daniel and Kelly Wilson live there with their kids. Even though the Wilsons live there, it is still called the Hembry House. Of course, the house I live in now has also been handed on from pastor to pastor of IC. It is not my house. Different pastors have added touches to suit their own taste. For example, Monsignor Tom Walsh added the downstairs bedroom suite, which was affectionately called Uncle Tom's Cabin (laughs) because it has wood paneling and a fireplace and looks like a cabin. Father Greg Lewitt renovated the kitchen area because it was much in need of a facelift. And Father Daniel Velasco added more fencing in the backyard so his dog Lola could find a warm welcome there too. There is something wholesome and even holy about handing on a home. It shows that the heritage of humanity is much more common 
than we think. In other words, private property is for the living, not for the dead. And one day, we will all be dead. I always think about handing on a home when I hear Jesus' farewell discourse at the Last Supper in John's Gospel. How so? Well, Jesus is talking about his impending death and how he will hand on his home, the whole world, into the care of the Holy Spirit. We read Jesus saying repeatedly, when the Advocate comes, whom I will send you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify to me. I always think of the work of the Holy Trinity in the Scriptures like a relay race. God the Father runs the first leg of the relay in the Old Testament. God the Son, Jesus, takes the baton and runs the race in the Gospels. And God the Holy Spirit runs the race all the way, the rest of it, through the New Testament until Revelation the end of time. But what is the baton that they pass to each other? It is the world and all who live here, just like the Christian house and the Hembry house and Uncle Tom's cabin has been handed on from one occupant to the next. So the home of the world in a sense, belongs first to the Father, and then second to the Son, and now third it belongs to the Holy Spirit. In other words, the Scriptures see the whole world as God's house, and we are all just temporary inhabitants. Even the divine persons of the Holy Trinity hand on this common heritage from one divine person to another. That is why I believe handing on a home demonstrates something wholesome and even holy. We imitate the Holy Trinity. My friends, take a little time today to think about where you live, especially if you moved into an existing home. Who lived there before you got there? Were they the original tenants? Or did someone before them build that house? When you moved into the house, what improvements or renovations did you make to it? Maybe you added a downstairs bedroom or give, gave the tired-looking kitchen a facelift. Who do you think will live in your house after you die and leave this world? Maybe your children will move in, but more likely, it will be complete strangers like the Hollenbecks or the Wilsons or Father John Antony. In other words, when we reflect on the reality of handing on a home, we quickly see that the heritage of humanity is a very common one. The principle of private property is really only a very short-lived one. And that 
while we are kicking up dust on this earth. Sooner or later, we realize that everything, even our beloved homes, do not belong to us, but is part of the common home handed on between the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Praised be Jesus Christ.